Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. This is silky smooth. Let's go, Bruce! Alongside former superstar Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Can't wait to go out to the Brown and Group and Celebrity Line. Been waiting all week for this very moment to talk to our guy, Blues analyst for 101 ESPN, Joey Vitale. Joe, how you doing today, man? Boys, boys, I, the enthusiasm. I feel the enthusiasm. I feel the exact same way. And uh, I'm a little disturbed today, though. I'll, I'm going to tell you why. If you guys got a minute. You got a minute? Oh, we, we got, got, we got at least 11 minutes. for you. Oh, see, I was <laughs> okay. going to give you more than BK. Okay. All right, so this is how it goes. I have two boys who will not lift the seat up when they, when they do their business, okay? Uh, I, I tried so many different ways. <laughs> And they just won't do it. So you're blaming so the boys. I, Continue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I kind of thought about nope a new way. Sell. So what I've done, what I've done is I put a $20 bill in a Ziploc baggie. I zipped it up and I've taped this to the underside of the lid. Okay. And I dropped the lid. Does that make sense? Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. So it's been <laughs> two days. And they're convinced and telling me that they've been lifting the seat up, but no one's found the money. So they're lying right to my face. Now, what happens? I don't know what I'm more mad about. So what happens, though, if your daughter claims the 20 bucks? (laughs) Well, then we have completely new issues uh, there, Jamie. Um but yeah, you know the only I think I think at this rate the first person who's going to find the money is probably going to be my wife who ends up cleaning the toilets probably once a week. So uh, if that's the case, then she deserves it. So is this a problem? Like they've been getting in trouble because there's you know the the, the business that's getting on the seat. Is that is that what's happening here at the at the Vitali household, Joey? Dude, it's like a fire hydrant of lemonade. Like I don't understand. They get more outside the bowl than inside and. And I listen. I was seven once, but I don't think I did that kind of damage. But you know, it's just it's just quarantine life, I guess. I'm just. I guess I needed to vent a little bit. Okay, so Joey, you bring up a good point. And let me tell you this. You know, I've got the twin boys, and you know that we've got the big hoss is one of them, and Braden the other one. Now, our problem doesn't end up on the seat. Our problem is, yeah, they lift the seat. But I swear they're blindfolded when they do this. And it ends up everywhere to where I'm like, at one point, I'm like, I'm encouraging them at one point to, I'm like, guys, you know what? Just sit down. Yeah. 
just easier. sit down. Let, <laughs> at least we hit the mark. Maybe Ferrario a, said a that's a little the easier bit way to go about look, it. Look, it's the easiest way to do this, guys. Just sit down and you don't have to worry about anything. Is that your go-to it's at the home? Go -to. It's my house. I do what I want. Interesting. <laughs> Can't yeah, interesting. Do that. I want to be comfortable. Today, Joey. I want to be comfortable. Listen, I think I think if your kids, if you get them in the habit of that, though, then at one point they're going to maybe uh, get bullied, Jamie, growing up because they're going to be known as the kid that still pee, you know, pee sitting down. Have you seen my boys? Great point, Joe. <laughs> Have you seen my boys? <laughs> There's no bullying in their future. <laughs> okay, okay. Speaking of bullying, Joey, uh, I'd like to see a little bit of that from the Blues tonight against the Golden Knights. Pre-game coming up at 4.30 right here on 101 ESPN. Can't wait to listen to you and our guy, Chris Kerber, coming up at 5.30 for the puck drop. Uh, Joey, what's the number one thing that, in your opinion, Blues fans should be looking for tonight as they watch the Blues take on a Golden Knights team that plays at least a similar version of hockey to what we're accustomed to with St. Louis? You know, I think, guys, I think we're going to see a good start to the game. Uh, I talked to Braden Shen on a Zoom call this morning and Craig Berube. Uh, Craig Berube said something that stood out. He said, I'd like to see the intensity ramp up, and he thinks it will because this Vegas, Vegas Golden Knights team, for whatever reason, I think has something to do with Ryan Reed. But there has been a really healthy uh, rivalry for the last probably year, year and a half between these two teams. So he thinks it's going to be intense. And then the other person with Braden Shen, you know, he, made a, he made a good comment, kind of a subtle comment. But he's like, I don't think people realize how important starts are in these round-robin games and these playing series games. Yes, there's the exception every now and then where teams are coming back. But more than ever, he's finding, this is, this is Braden Chen thought, that it's a lot tougher to climb back into a game with the quiet building and the lack of energy. So you put those two, two things together, the intensity and Braden Chen wanting to start off good. I am expecting to see a very hot, um, amped-up start for this Blues team here tonight. They don't love where they've been the last couple games. And they're going to add some speed into the lineup tonight with a couple extra players with Kyrie McEachern. I'm expecting the Blues to start out humming along and have a really solid, physical, offensive zone first period. I don't know how the whole game's going to look, but I do feel that first 20 minutes the Blues are going to own. We are talking with Blues radio analyst Joey Vitale here. And, Joey, my question after you getting on these Zoom calls with the guys and whatnot – did anybody dive into how they're going to be more effective offensively? Because two games go by, you score one goal, it's a power play goal. Apart from that, they haven't generated a ton of prime scoring chances. Have they talked about how they're going to try and address that or maybe what they can do to increase some of those scoring chances? Well, I think the biggest thing that you're going to look for tonight, Jamie, and for all Blues fans out there to look for is to have more chances. This is a team made up of chances being had off of offensive zone time. Uh, the first few games, that look, let me look at the Edmonton series, for example, and this is not how the Blues are built. They're not built like Edmonton. Edmonton's having success because they have the dry styles and the Connor McDavid uh, that are flying down and they attack on the rush. There's a lot of teams that are having success off the rush. Uh, unfortunately for the Blues, that's not, their, that's not their MO. That's not what they go to. Their chances, their goals, their shots on goal, they happen from offensive zone time, sustained offensive zone time where we have that blue brand of hockey where it's the O'Reilly shift for 45 seconds, followed up by the Shen shift, and then here comes the fourth line, and it's a pounding two-minute offensive zone structure. When they do that, that's where they get their chances, from the cycle, from behind the net. And in one area Craig Bruby did say to look for tonight they need to improve on, when they're in that offensive zone structure, not only just the forwards, they got to get the defensemen involved. they got to go from low in the corner, high up to the point, and they got to start fishing pucks through 
from these defensemen. And then on top of that, these forwards have got to do a much better job at getting through that circle, through that interior kind of nut to get to the front of that goaltender. Tonight, I think it's going to be Marc-Andre Fleury, the flexible, athletic goaltender. He moves very well. So the Blues have got to do a good job getting to those hard areas after they go low to high to the point. Again, it's an area that takes a lot of aggressiveness, a lot of intensity. So we're hoping to see both those things more tonight. Joey, you mentioned the rush is one thing that's been working for teams so far in this restart. We talked earlier today about some of the surprises we've seen. I mean, both of the five seeds are one loss away from getting eliminated from the postseason. The Bruins are off to an 0-2 start. They can do no better than third in the Eastern Conference at this point. We've seen the early struggles for the Blues. What have been the biggest surprises for you so far in this restart from what you've seen? I know you've been sitting down and watching plenty of this hockey thus far. You know, yeah, it's been great. It's been great to have hockey on all day long. I think the biggest surprise for me, uh, something that just jumps right out at me, is uh, how many funky bounce goals that we've seen. And this is something I asked Craig Berube about this morning because the Blues typically are a pass up on a, let's say, grade D shot and look for the grade C and B. Look for the higher quality shots. So it, it is in their structure and their systems to just don't throw everything at the net. Like you look at the San Jose Sharks. On a given night, they'll have 50 shots. Peter DeBoer, when he was there, it was just throw pucks at the net, throw pucks at the net. Craig Berube and Dave Alexander, they've gone through the, the stats and the analytics, and they've, they've tried to devise a system where you get into the offensive zone and you may pass up on a grade D shot and hold on to the puck, wear down a little bit longer, and look for a better opportunity. Now, with all these funny bounces that I've seen in these playing series and these round-robin games, I asked Craig Berube this morning, I said, does that change your, your mindset at all? Do you, do you look at hockey a little bit differently as far as the offensive zone? And maybe you're going to start throwing more pucks at the net because he, he agreed. He did see a lot of goofy goals. I mean, we saw Matt Chain the other day take one right off the chest right by UC Sorrows in the net. I mean, it's just been that kind of game. So I think because of all the, the funky nature of this whole system and how it's been laid out in Edmonton with the bubbles and the quiet rinks and everyone's wearing track suits to games, the coaches aren't even wearing suits. There's just like it's a twilight zone, and all these funny bounces are starting to happen. So I, I think that that's probably been the biggest surprise to me. And if I'm the Blues players, if I'm on this Blues team, and I'm a forward, if I'm above that goal line in the offensive zone, just throw it to the blue paint. It doesn't have to be hard. Just something to throw it into a, a trafficy area because you know if you do that, given how the, the puck has been bouncing, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see some goofy goals go in tonight. All right, Joey, talking about the offense here, uh, unfortunately uh, the Blues – uh, lose Robert Thomas for tonight, but it gives a young guy, Jordan Cairo, who is an offensive talent himself, it gives him a chance to get in the lineup. How can Jordan Cairo, one, solidify himself as somebody who should be in, in on a regular basis, and two, how does he help the Blues generate some offense? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I'll start off by saying this about Jordan Cairo. Um, I believe it was Paul Maurice, Jamie, who said this about a player the other day. I want to say it was the Harkins. That, that yeah, it was Jesse Winnipeg. Harkins. Yeah, I don't know if you saw his comments tonight. Pretty, pretty, pretty awesome comments from the head coach. And he basically said that, you know, with Harkins, he was a, a late-round draft pick. He didn't get a lot of chances just because he wasn't in those top two rounds. He's, he's hung out in the minors, and he's just been, done nothing but just worked his bag off every single day. And finally, they, they, he made a decision, I have to put this kid in when Patrick Liney and Mark Scheifele went down. And, of course, we all saw the result. He scored a phenomenal goal for Winnipeg. But he made a comment about the young Harkins that I think really applies to all young players. And, and I'm going to look at it tonight like Jordan Cairo. 
he said something along the lines, young players vastly underestimate the value of an opportunity. And, and I, I find that to be very true. I think it's changed a lot since I played. It's changed definitely a lot probably since you played, Jamie. But, but kids these days, they get call-ups, they get opportunities, like we're going to see Jordan Cairo get one here tonight. And they kind of just, for better or worse sometimes, just let them just go by thinking there's going to be another opportunity down the road sometime. Or if, I, if I'm on tonight, great. And if I'm off, I'm off a little bit tonight, well, it's okay. It, there'll be another day, right? But his comment, Paul Maurice's comment, is, is so true. And I think it's important for Jordan Cairo to understand that. And I hope he understands that here tonight. He has an opportunity to come into a lineup with a team that needs speed, that needs intensity, that needs aggressiveness. And for better or worse, they need a spark. They need a spark. And they're going to be looking to 33 as can you provide that? Craig Berube is going to keep a very close eye. You know, can you bypass Mackenzie McEachern? Give me a reason. If I'm Craig Berube, give me a reason, young Jordan Cairo, why when we need a fourth liner, when Ivan Barbashev isn't ready for round one, give me a reason why I have to play you over Mackenzie McEachern. It sounds crazy because they're teammates, but there's a lot of inter-team competition. And that's what Jordan Cairo needs to do here tonight. He needs to play to his strengths. He, he needs to use his speed. He needs to go wide. But he needs to be a predictable winger that's going to play aggressive, get to the dirty areas, throw the body around, and change the momentum of a game. And that's important for young guys to do. When I was playing Jamie in, in BK, we called it the Clutterbuck effect. We all know Cal <laughs> Clutterbuck in, in New York Islanders. If you don't know who he is, please watch him. It's a great series, a fourth liner. He's got this goofy goatee. But Clutterbuck is a player, and Shane Doan said this after we lost to him in the old Coliseum, we, we lost bad. And he, he yelled at all our young guys. I'll never forget it. We were all taking our equipment off for Arizona. And he goes, boys, young guys, look at Cal Clutterbuck. What did he do in tonight's game? And we were all like, I don't know. I don't remember him scoring a goal. He goes, he did nothing. He, his points, nothing. Assists, goals, nothing. He didn't block a shot. But what did you notice? You noticed him. You noticed him. He gets people's attention. Whether he's spearing somebody, he's throwing a water bottle over the bench, he's yelling at your top player, he'll run the goalie a little bit, he's chirping your coach. He does something that gets noticed that changes the momentum of a game. And that's what young guys have to grab onto like lightning. And I think that that's something that Jordan Cairo and certainly Mackenzie McEachern are very capable of doing it. Will they take advantage of the opportunity? Well, we will see in about four or five hours. We will see and we will hear. We will hear Joey Vitale on the call, Blues analyst for 101 ESPN. Blues versus Golden Knights pregame at 430. Puck drop with Joey Vitale and Chris Kerber at 530. Joey, every week we enjoy the hell out of these conversations. We look forward to doing it again next week. Enjoy the call tonight, man. BK, thanks, buddy. I'm going to check if I still got my 20 bucks down here. See ya. <laughs> you got it. That's Joey Vitale joining us here on 101 ESPN.